Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Now, I love how that song ends, how it says that redemption is calling us home. And we've been in this series for a few weeks now about called entrusted and things that God has entrusted in us. And um, I started reading this book uh, the other day called The Pursuit of Holiness. And uh, holiness is, is sometimes you just read something, whether it's in scripture or something that just jumps out at you. And uh, I can't really shake it. Maybe you've been there before or, or um, at some point. And when I was thinking about this moment of our service today, and, and holiness just kept really coming to my mind, and it kind of forced me to ask this question of myself um, that I want to ask you guys as well, is what does holiness mean to you? Um, and if you were, if someone that you didn't know or people that you didn't know see you without you saying a word, would they say that you are holy? When they see you, do they see Jesus and everything that you do. And I know that is a life that I want to live. I don't want to look like this world. I don't want people to look at me and, and see things of this world. I want people to see Jesus when they see me. And, you know, then I was reminded of the scripture in First Peter 1 that says, in verse 15, it says, But as he who called you, every one of you in here is called, but he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And for a long time I struggled with that verse, and here's why. I associated holy with perfect and perfection. And if you're like me, you realize really quick that this is going to be a life full of nothing but disappointment because there's no way that we can be, perf be perfect, that we can live in perfection. We all have our issues. We all have our struggles. But if I were to give holiness a definition, it would be set apart. That I live my life in a way that I'm not of this world, or I'm not part of this world, I'm just living in it. That I want to live my life in such a way that people see Jesus in me. And so the title of that song, And All Things New, and and things like that, it brought me to 2 Corinthians 5, which starts off, we all know this, in, in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Now, that's a refrigerator verse, right? Like, we probably all had it. Maybe it's on a locker at school or on our refrigerator, on the screen of our phone as a reminder. But what's interesting is that Paul not only tells us that, but then he challenges us. Moving on, he says this in verse 18, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and then gave us the ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God for our sake. He made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And a lot of times I think, especially in America, we just need the new. 
right? We just want the new. We want what God can offer. But we forget that the very thing that God is giving us by giving us a new life is entrusting us with the very message of the gospel to share with the people around us. To take part in being in charge of, as believers, with the ministry of reconciliation, with bringing, you know, what does being reconciled mean? It's like, you know, a clean slate being brought back into this clean relationship with God. He has entrusted that with us. And at, at school um, where I teach a Bible class, the teacher I share a room with has this sign or plaque in the room that says that Jesus died for us in public, so why would I live for him in private? Like that, that's very challenging to me because how often do we just get so sucked into everything that God's doing in our life when he gave us this new life, just not so we could only spend eternity with him and that's it, but he gave us this and entrusted the very thing that he sent Jesus to the cross for, he entrusted with us to reconcile the world back to him. And then, you know, the story in Acts where Peter and John's arrested for healing the, the blind guy or the paralyzed guy, and uh, they released them, not because they had some incredible gifts. In fact, the Bible even says that these are ordinary men with little teaching, but yet they recognize Jesus in them. Like, I don't, sometimes we can spread the gospel without ever saying a word. We can reconcile this world back to God by simply the way we live. So that's my challenge to you this morning. In the spirit of God giving us a new life and making all things new, are we living a holy life? Are we set apart? Is the way that we live, the fruit that we live, reconciling the world around you back to God? I want you to think about that today. As we proceed through this service and as we hear from Pastor Ray and we close out this series on Entrusted, every one of you in here have an incredible calling from God himself, the creator of the universe, called you and has entrusted you with the incredible responsibility to change the world around you. That's an incredible thing to think about. We don't deserve that. We don't deserve any of it, but yet he doesn't count our trespasses against us because he sent Jesus who knew no sin and became sin so that we could have a reconciled, brand new relationship with him. Amen, everybody? Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. God, we thank you that despite everything going on in our lives, despite pain, despite loss, despite everything that this world can throw at us, that the enemy can throw at us, Lord, you are constant. Your love is constant. Your presence is constant. All of that changes everything. And we thank you for the opportunity that as a church this morning, as a group of people, as a body of believers, Lord, that you have entrusted us with the very message to change the world. Lord, let us not lose sight of that. Let us not lose sight the joy that we have in you because Jesus died on the cross for us, that we could share that same joy. Lord, I pray that we can't keep it in anymore. That there's not a circumstance that we could face on this earth that can keep us from sharing the joy of the love of Jesus Christ with the people around us, in our work, in our jobs, at school, walking through the grocery store, wherever it may be that people see us, they see you, no matter what. Without even us saying a word, they look at us and say, they have something different 
And the difference is Jesus Christ. So we give you this time where we honor you with everything that we're doing. We worship you with everything that we have. Use us in a mighty way in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.